Welcome to another episode of Talking Nerdy in the Bedroom with Corey, KJ, and Mike. Wait, what, was there a question mark? Well, I didn't know what is so and and then have another. Well, and. no, he's a special guest. Oh. Like it's right. still and, us. And, and Mike and Mike and, and special Mike. guest Dan. And in addition, <laughs> and and P.S. And, and. Dan's yeah. here. P.S.S. We're yeah. doing D and D live. Um, so uh, for copyright reasons, we can't say that. I can say I don't know if they own D and D. They own Dungeons and Dragons. I don't think they own D and D. D and D is literally Dungeons. And Dragons. He was he was oh, using Dunkin' and Donuts. Oh, do not. Yeah, it's started. now just Dunkin', okay. by the way. Uh, also, this is not D and D. This is a tabletop game. Well, so for the layman out there, they're going to understand D and D more than we're going to be else. doing some role playing. Well, that just <laughs> in, the the in the bedroom. In the bedroom. Dan is on the casting couch. Yeah. Yeah. All dudes. Let's see some deities. <laughs> All right, Dan. So go ahead and explain to everybody what we're doing and also to me, because I haven't done this version of what we're doing, and then we'll get started. All right. So we're going to play a game. Uh, it was developed by my friend Asher Rittmiller. He lives out in um, the Denver area, and I played this game with him probably 15 years ago. He developed the rules system. It's based off of a system called Cthulhu Dark. Um, it's all a D6 system, but this game is called Overdeath Mega Kill. And the whole point of the game is that your character is going to die. So do not get attached. Um, the way the system works is it's pretty simple. Um, you get three dice, D6s. Anything you do that's pass fail is one die. Your character is going to have a job. Anytime they're using or doing something that requires a skill for their job, and you can be pretty liberal with it, you get a D6. And every time it's a life or death situation, you get a D6. So the most you can ever roll is 3D6. And the highest die matters. So if you roll 116, the 6 matters. If you roll... Five, 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 it's still just one five. So it's only that high roll that matters. Every time you roll, you're going to roll against me. And if you tie my die roll, we have to roll again. If I win, you lose. If you win, I lose. If it's a life or death situation and you win, you get a level. So you go from level one to level two. If you're level two, it does nothing. If you're level three, it does nothing. If you're level <laughs> four or five, it does nothing. If you're level six, you can no longer fail dice rolls. I was really hoping that you were going to be like, and if you're level six, it does nothing. No, no. If you're level six, this is the cool part of being level six, because you're like the best of the best now. So if you're level six, you can't fail any roll except for life and death rolls. But if you avoid a life and death situation, you go down a level. So if you are like, nope, I'm going to walk away from this, you're automatically not level six anymore. So you only get to be a badass as long as you're being a badass. I feel like if you're level six, though, like everything is just life and death at that point. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, you go to tie your <laughs> shoe. <laughs> Roll the dice. You <laughs> fell over and died. I'm going to tie my shoe at the top of the stairwell here. <laughs> it's actually a roller skate. <laughs> so, and you're right, because the other two here, KJ, have played and you haven't. And last time we did this, it was more of a fantasy game. And this time we're going to do kind of a futuristic sci-fi, little bit of cyberpunk element to it. Um, Avatar-esque. 
Um, you said cyberpunk. Cyberpunk like avatar. Yeah. So you- how much time do we spend? Uh, generating our genitals because i know that was an important part of that game for mike so can we just glitch a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, have, what's the glitching rule when does this? the dlc come out <laughs> yeah. supposed not, to make everything better yeah, not week. not for a couple months all right um so this game is going to take place in you know 150 years from now and the premise of the game is that for whatever reason whatever your character is is leaving earth and you're traveling to a comet that's way out past Pluto. So you're going to be on a spaceship to start with and kind of like a hibernation sleep. And you'll be like going to planets and kind of using them to project yourself through space to get to this uh, giant comet that has, you know, unobtainium or whatever material is on it that everybody's looking for. And for whatever reason, right, you're going to this plant, you're going to this meteor because maybe you're running from the law or maybe you're working for a corporation that really wants this stuff. Or maybe you just want to go make your own fortune. Like whatever your reason is for going is your reason for going. Now, character sheet, super simple. So if you look at the sheet, there are a bunch of boxes. The more you filled out means the more your character has died. Or characters, plural. Um, So what you're going to do for your first character is come up with a name, an occupation, and their level one. That's the whole character sheet. Um, And for your occupation, you could be a bouncer. You could be a thief. You could be a computer tech. You could be whatever it is, a net runner. And if you want to have like cybernetic augmentations, they don't necessarily do anything for you, but they're fun and they could have some sort of interaction in the game. Okay. I've already got mine. Same. Ditto. All right, so let's hear it. What do we have? All right, so I'm Charlie, and I'm a janitor. <laughs> it's always uh, sunny reference. My name's Jeff, and I'm a serial killer. Jeff the serial killer. Yep. Nice, I Is like Is that it. an occupation? Who pays you for that? Uh, I get paid with the joy of doing it. <laughs> I, I think also his victims, right? I, yeah. Is he stealing from them? I, why wouldn't I, you? I, well, what other source of income do you have? Guys, I'm kill. very hungry, and my name is Jeff, and I'm a serial killer. Well, hmm. I don't get it. Je- Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, Jeff. uh, <laughs> and I figured going on a spaceship where people can't escape me would be the best way to do it. I was is having it, trouble luring people into my apartment. Isn't there a creepy pasta called, like, Jeff the Killer? A creepy pasta? Wait, do you guys not know what creepy pasta is? Is that like a podcast? No, it's it's uh it's an Stories. online form. It's like where uh Slenderman came from. Uh oh, okay. creepy it's copy paste oh, things, exactly but creepy pasta. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's called Jeff the Killer. I thought we were talking about actual pasta that was creepy. No, no, confused. no. It's it's a website's called Creepy Pasta. I actually had thing. written down Dahmer, but then I thought that was too on the nose. But then I didn't I had to explain it anyway. Jeff, serial so. killer. Yeah, I'm just going to immediately get there. Uh, my name is uh, Pilot, and I'm a pilot. <laughs> I like ah. it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> All right. So and he didn't even have to explain it like you. <laughs> yeah. So whatever the reason is, you're you're going there. Do you know what your reasons are? Like, do you... Mr. Janitor, are you just I like, there's the a lot of dirt on, on a comet. Ship. I got to clean it up. Um, ah, like, true. what's your reason? Mop, mop, mop. Mine is because I'm the janitor of the spaceship. 
And I'm going to go there to try to find a better life after I clean the spaceship. Okay, so you're going to be awake the whole trip. That's yes. fun. Uh, Corey, what about you? What's your reason for going? I new, fi- new victims? Yeah, well, and I figured if everybody's in sleep pods, it's pretty easy to get them, too. I don't you're have to in a sleep pod. Well, maybe I'll rig my thing so I would never was asleep. <laughs> That's not part of your backstory that you know how to do that. You just want to eat people. My backstory is that I want to eat people, and I would have figured that out on the way out. <laughs> All right, and Stack, Suddenly, what's your reason for I'm going awake. there? I heard there was uh, space vixens. Oh, there's space vixens aplenty. Yeah. That's where I'm headed. All right, so <laughs> you guys all board the ship. Uh, the captain of your ship is named Burton Reader. Kind of a middle-aged guy. He's got white hair, cropped. Um mustache goatee very prim and proper and he's got a crew of about 12 people who are running the ship the ship has about 50 stasis pods on it um you two are sent to stasis pods and you're sent to the small janitor's closet where you live um (laughs) so the trip out there takes about three years holy shit (laughs) (laughs) So I've we're, made a mistake. we're gonna start with doing three years of janitorial role play for KJ. Yes. So, okay. <laughs> but no, for real. Let's let's see how good of a janitorial job you do. Depend. Am I the only one awake? No, no, no. Well, the the 12... captain and his crew are all awake. Oh, they're all awake through the three years as yes, well. Yes, because they have to get the ship there. So gotcha. they are in charge. Well, I wasn't of... know if there was like autopilot or no, it's not that advanced. You're, you're paid oh, per diem per mess you clean. <laughs> yeah. So I got to go like try to fake some messes? Yeah, you know, pee in a corner and then yeah, mop it up. Yeah, just walk. Oh, I, I knocked this over. I guess I got to clean this up. I so, that. But let's see how pesos. you do. So the way it's going to work is it's pass fail. So one die. Janitor, second die. And it's hopefully not life or death. So you don't get that one. Okay. So you roll your two dice and tell me what the highest is. Four. I also got a four. Reroll. Four. Five. So you didn't do the greatest job cleaning up. The captain's a little annoyed with you by the end of the three years. And he's like, do you ever do the laundry that you're supposed to do? Like, how are you using the same dirty rag for the last three years? That thing is disgusting. I haven't found the laundry room, which is kind of on you guys. There should be maps. He walks with you around the corner, and there's like a giant sign on the door that says laundry room. But it's in English, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know what this is. See? This is alien mm-hmm. language. I I don't know what this is. The captain just kind of shakes his head, and he's like, every time. They always skimp somewhere. Always. He yeah, just kinda, on the sign. Because if it was in English, laundry would get done. So, I don't know if you knew this, but you're not coming on the return trip. Well, I mean, then how are you going to get your laundry done now that I know where the laundry room is? The same way we've done it the last three years. You guys didn't do any of my laundry for three years? That's just rude. You're capable of doing... Well, maybe not. Um, But either way, like, we're going to be there in about a week or so, so... So I should just kick back, relax? Got it. Please do. We can send you in a... No. You can stay awake for the next week. We don't want to have to clean the pod. So you can stay awake. Can can you do my laundry too? Yes, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. 
This is, um, this is working see, out he, for me. He goes in the other room and talks to some of the crew, and they're like, all right, we'll uh, we'll go take care of your laundry for you. So they, they go head to your room, and the captain's like, just have a seat over here. Um, and you're kind of just looking out of space, and all of a sudden you see, like, this piles of clothes just go poof out the side of the ship. Is 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 that where they get washed? Uh, yeah, they're space uh, washed. Yep, space washed. Okay. That's how we do it here. It's fancy. Um, no, we just cold cycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, the next week goes by, and they 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 give you a little bit of time to relax before you get to the comet, and then you too, as you get closer, you know, you kind of feel that like super groggy. You just woke up, and you're like, oh man, why am I awake? You're ravenously hungry uh, especially you and you don't see any food you see a ton of food <laughs> um and so you're in this room everyone's kind of waking up you're all wearing like the you know skimpy skin tight outfits that you have to wear for being in there and the captain's like all right all right everyone's got little rooms where all of your personal items are so go get changed get what you need get yourselves taken care of uh we're going to land in about a day so just Go do what you need to do. Don't eat for the first day. If you eat during the first day, you're going to get very, very sick. Um, and he says, if you need anything, um, just press the call button and me or my crew will be here to help you. Where Where am I while you're having this conversation? You're just like hanging out somewhere. Nowhere near? Drinking a coffee. No, you're near. I, I, I just walk in eating like a chicken or something. Because I can eat fine. And I just like, hi guys. Good to see ya. Hey, you want to come to my room and watch a movie? No, I've watched all the movies that are on board. Oh, what about Chicken? you? You want to watch a movie? Uh, I, I would not like to do the pukey. We uh, we have Tubi if you want to watch anything. Aww. We don't have any other streaming services, though. Oh, In 150 <laughs> years, we still have Tubi. It's the only one that's left. Oh, jeez. The world took a turn, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, still a thing. Uh, so, oh, do you guys do anything over that day or just kind of like get yourself organized oh, and I, like I, your head on straight? I'm going to follow somebody to their room and try to eat them. Even though he told you not to eat. I don't care. I'm... Yeah, because I, I, I obey all the laws. <laughs> okay, so of the 40, we'll say stacks, not the one you're going to choose. Uh, there's 38 other people. What kind of a person do you go for? The, the weakest person who's slightly of bigger build, because, you know, I'm really hungry. So Okay, so you follow them into their room, and they turn, and they're like... I don't think this is your room. Can I help you with something? Oh, uh, I was looking for a movie. And then I try to bite him. You just like <laughs> clamp onto him? I go zombie mode. All right. Uh, this is going to be a life or death roll. And it's and my occupation. It is your occupation, so you get an extra die. So let's roll. Four. A three. So you, uh, the guy gives up a little bit of a fight, but you take him down and you bite into his neck, rip his jugular open. Blood gets everywhere. You're in seventh heaven. Yeah. Um, You're not even going to cook it? Nope. Raw. So how much of this guy do you eat? Um, I just eat a little bit right now. And then I shove him under the bed 
if or in a in a cupboard, whatever I got in there to hide him. There then, is a ton of blood. Yeah, so I'm gonna shove him into something, <laughs> and then I'm gonna take the sheets off the bed and try to mop up the blood a bit, and then. And I then mean, you now have some bloody sheets <laughs> and a bloody mess on the floor. Okay. Like, I, you ripped this guy's jugular open. It's not like it was just a little bit of blood. Is, th- is there a shower in his room? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take off. Is there fresh clothes? Yeah. I'm going to take off all my clothes, take a shower, put on clean clothes, then leave Well, they're the room. his clothes, so they don't fit you. That's so fine. Well. Okay. They just got to get me to my room so I can get my clothes. Okay. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm taking a shower, getting changed into his clothes, and then heading back to my room to get changed. Okay. Unless something so, interferes. With that so part. you just walk out of the room and go back to your room. Were you still there, like just hanging out in this area? I'm or did hanging you go- out around, walking around. Okay. So you see him just walk out in clothes and go to another room. That'd be nice to have clean clothes. Mine are still in the spin cycle. Do I hear him say that? Yes. I'll I'll bring you an outfit in a minute. Okay. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So nice guy. So once I get changed, I'll bring him the outfit i wore over and be like here's a new outfit for you did you okay. ever shut so the door you get in your room yeah and whatever okay. personal effects you have are in there so your clothes as a pilot i assume you have some sort of weapon you probably carry with you whether it's a, a steering uh, wheel a steering wheel maybe <laughs> maybe like a one that uh xena would use you throw it and it comes back or whatever i feel yeah, like it should shot be rooms <laughs> steering wheel i feel like it should be like a flavor flav clock just around your neck steering wheel necklace there you go yeah, it's perfect. Also, chakram. <laughs> it hurts when I bend over. Um, so, do you do you do anything, or do you just get ready and? Be I'm going like, to read the it. digital paper. Okay, so you read the digital paper, and you catch up on the the last. It's really only about two and a half years because getting information out this far does take a long time. Um, and you see that everything on Earth is amazing. Uh, the president is Donald Trump, the 24th, um, and he is running things uh, smoothly, perfectly, bigly, everything you could ever want. It's huge. But huge. The world is in great I shape. Plus. There is anything you didn't want, it's gone. And he is right on top of it. Uh, economy's great. Space travel's great. It's awesome. Everyone's happy. Um, I'm going to go to the funnies. Scroll to the funnies. Okay. So you go to the funnies and they're actually funny. Oh, the one geez. thing that really changed for the good in the next 150 years is that the funnies can make you laugh. Tell me a joke, funnies. So there's no more far side? It's the farthest <laughs> side now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you ask like the funnies to tell you a joke? Yeah, tell me a joke. Uh, what's the difference between uh, snowmen and snow women? What? Snowballs. And it's like, would you like to know the weather? Would you like to know more? <laughs> it's what I was thinking too. <laughs> if you'd like to know the weather, it's very cold outside. Ooh. No air. Um, <laughs> the temperature is currently zero Kelvin. <laughs> Um, so the next the day, you know, it goes by fine. You guys just kind of hang out. You give him his clothes and mm. you're very tired. Like, you know that even though you got out of the stasis, you need to rest. You can't really do too much or it's going to be too big of a stress on you. You, on the other hand, get to eat chicken and hang out and do whatever you want because the captain's done with your BS. Um, that seems quite the opposite, right? Like he just gets to do whatever he wants because the captain's like, yeah, whatever. 
Hey, you leave my whateverness alone. You got to. You fucked off for three years, and now you get to. Eat I chicken. slaved over this damn ship for two and a half years. Never got appreciated. They didn't tell me where the laundry room was. That's on them. Mop, mop, mop. I'm okay, telling you, that's on them. So, Mr. Superman, no here. The next, the next day rolls around, and day is tough because there's no real like day or night in this situation. It's just space. Um, so you take a smaller ship, and he shuttles all, or he starts to get ready to shuttle you all down, and he's like, "We're missing somebody. Uh, where's uh Gerald Tompkins? Someone go check his room." Go check his room. I got it. I'm on it. Which way is his room? Points tells you which number it is. Question. Are the clothes labeled for each passenger? Like No, they, it was the, just whatever their personal items were. Okay. So like, so totally if someone recognizes clothes. Gerald's clothes, <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. he's like, wearing them. Was Gerald like a fan of Hawaiian shirts or something? <laughs> uh, no. He only what, wears cardigans. What, what did, what did, uh, Gerald loved tank tops. Oh. Rocking right. that tank top. And, and I would know that because we all met each other beforehand? Or? No, because that was the only thing that was in his closet. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So you go check, and all you see is, like, some red smears in the room. Wouldn't I see, well, wasn't there just a giant amount of blood everywhere? In sheets. Because all he did was oh, throw yeah. a sheet so, on right, it. You, did, you do see blood all over the floor. You and see I go, sheets damn it. Wait, no. I don't have this job anymore. <laughs> this is not my problem. I don't have to clean. Also, while he goes to check, I'm going to say to the captain, that looks like one of Jerry's shirts he's wearing. That's that's odd. Well, I don't know if I well, roll for lie. that. It's, <laughs> uh, I don't yeah, let's, know let's, I... let's roll. Okay, so not life and death, but it is my occupation as a serial killer to yeah, escape I'll, I'll, justice. I'll give that to you. Okay. I'll give that to you. To escape justice. Oh, I dropped one. There's a five win. No. I got a five. Reroll. Okay. Well, I, no, I got I got one more at film. Okay. okay. Yeah, we got to reroll. Okay. <laughs> five. Okay, oh, so yeah. he's like, you know, I think you're right. But I wouldn't be surprised if he went through to everybody's room and stole some of their clothes. Does anyone else here have any clothing missing? Did anybody not have any of their personal effects? I wouldn't be surprised if that janitor stole anything. And you see people start like checking and they're like, I think I got all my stuff. Yeah, I got everything. My boxers are missing. (laughs) All of them. Do you wear boxers? No. (laughs) (laughs) Found out the problem. (laughs) 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 So what do you do now? Because you're like, there's a bunch of blood and there's a giant pile. Well, I go, it's not my problem. I don't have to clean it. Like, I was going to go get a mop and try to, like, do this, but now I don't have to. And I I just walk back and be like, hey, I'm not cleaning that. It's not my problem. Cleaning what? There's a lot of blood. What do you mean there's a lot of blood? I mean... So, you know how when there's a little bit of blood? It's more than that. (laughs) Yeah, it's just more than that. There are some sheets. There's some clothes. He just, he sighs and he goes, I really thought they had fixed this. They told me it wouldn't happen with any more of you guys. Just when we land, get off the ship and we'll clean the mess up. Do, Hmm. Do I still get paid? Yes. Yes. 
Living on easy streak, boys. Yep, your uh, your checks in the mail. Ah, uh, hmm. we'll we'll report to Earth as soon as we get back. I mean, the post office was slow on Earth. This comet's gonna take forever. I mean, with any luck, it'll just show up in your account in some amount of time. I feel like the interest on that would be huge, though. We're Aren't talking- you a janitor? Yeah. Interest over time for how long it takes to get to me. How do you know about interest but not laundry? I know tons about laundry, sir. I just didn't know where it was. In In America, I janitor. In (laughs) Russia, I physicist. (laughs) Interest is my passion. (laughs) Um, So he takes the the little shuttle down that has all of you on there, and you you land in this very, very large, um, like, hangar that's outside. You see there are mining uh, ships, mining vehicles. There are... What look to be almost like mech ships that look semi-human that people are like moving around, almost like out of Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are like vendors selling food. There this are is, this f- is on a comet. Yes, like it is a civilization on this comet. Hmm. Um, you see, there are like signs with billboards. Uh, one of the billboards says um, EIW Armament Group. Um, if you have a problem, we do too. Uh, there's another one that says Bershaw heavy engineering, um, you know, ev- anything you need for your mining needs, we've got you covered. There's another one that says DAA logistics corporation. Uh, and that's the sign you see kind of like everywhere. Like you understand, like this is the money that is on this, um, hey, comet. Hey, you know what da is? What? Da. The, the sign says da. D-A-A? Da. Oh. Like, yeah, ta-da, we're here. Oh. Why are there a lot of those signs? Right. People get surprised. You're always easily. here. That's fair. Um, <laughs> and you see from the back of the ship, they also have supplies they're bringing onto the comet, things of food and things like that that people need. But in this area, it's pretty busy. There's a, like, miners are actively going out and getting ready to do their jobs. You see military people walking around. Um, and like I said, there are some like actual food vendors here. Do any of you decide to go eat at this point in time? It's been about a day. I'll go see what kind of food they get. Okay. It's, um, very eclectic food. Some of it's like stuff you've never heard of before. Like it looks like it might be some things that are unique to this comet that they've kind of started engineering. Um, they engineer food. Yes. On the comet. Yes. Do they have fried turkey legs? Yes. I like one of those. Do they have fried human legs? No. Hmm. Do you ask for that? No, I'm just (laughs) looking. He's looking at the menu. So you look at the menu, and there is nothing on there listed as human, but you see chicken, and you know that chicken tastes like human. I will try the chicken. Okay, so you order the chicken. Do you get anything? I, I, I look at his chicken and go like, I haven't got my paycheck yet, and like- I'd like some chicken. You still have some money. I have some money? Yeah, you still have the whatever money you like. It's not like you spent it on the ship. I mean, it's two and, two and a half years. What were we going to buy with it? I, there was a lot of vending machines. There was candy. 
<laughs> a lot of <laughs> What did you do for those three years? I got diabetes. <laughs> Everything's just Mars bars. Yeah. <laughs> and Milky Ways. Yeah. Oh, and yes. Milky Ways. That's true. Um, I already have my next character. <laughs> Great. <laughs> a vending machine repair. No, 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 even better. <laughs> All right, so Wilford Brimley. <laughs> so you guys go ahead and start. Like you're like as soon as you take your first bite, you're like, oh my god, I'm so hungry, um, and you just start like wolfing it down. You're eating normal because you've been able to eat. Um, so in your profession, do you have to eat food when you're sick? Do I have to eat food? Like, when would I'm- you say part of your profession is like eating food when you're under duress? As a pilot. No. Okay, so you get one die. As your profession, eating food <clears throat> under duress, is that something you have to do? Well, my food is humans, and they're under duress, <laughs> and I'm under duress in that I'm trying not to get caught. Okay, so one die for you. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> both of you roll one die. What? Oh, only one, you said? Only one. Okay. I rolled a five. Five. Okay, re-roll. Four. Five. Okay. You're fine. You are like a few bites in and you're like, and just out comes all the food. (laughs) Do not eat Um, a space chicken. Do I I notice if it tastes like, like, does it satisfy my need for human flesh or no? Yes. It does. It does. Um, But you, you guys notice when he vomits, there is somehow more meat that comes out than what he ate. How much chicken did you eat, sir? Not by a lot, but there is more meat that shows up than he ate. Did you eat some of my chicken? Uh, I might have snuck a piece, yeah. This fucking guy over here. (laughs) And like, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what other food that you've eaten at different vendors so I don't have to eat that because it looks disgusting. Oh, it was it was back outside that DAA. Somebody was going by with a stromboli cart, and I had oh, a little bit. Yeah. Italians. When the hell did you do this? <laughs> well, you guys were looking at the DAA and trying to decide if it was DAA or DA. It's clearly DA. I mean, that's... Yeah, while you had that conversation, I got a quick that's play. That's how you pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um... Also, you want to watch a movie later? <laughs> <laughs> You know, the best thing about this is everybody thinks that you're just like the horniest gay guy around. <laughs> hey, you want to watch a movie? Yeah. Like, totally nonchalant about it. Um, so as you're there, you hear an announcement come out over the loudspeaker and they're like, any new arrivals, uh, please take yourself into uh, Mech Hangar A. You'll be meeting with somebody there who's going to tell you the rules of being uh, on this comet and they'll get you a spot to stay until you you go to where your location is. Um, and you see the the sign that says like Mech Hangar A um, over on the far side a lot. You start heading in that direction. That's the one that's shaped like a like a teepee for my bunghole. The A, yeah. The it's A the letter with it. Yeah, it looks like a teepee. Okay, got it. I go towards the teepee. Okay, so you guys walk in, and there's about fifty seats in there, and you see the rest of the people from your crew are sitting down. And this um, gentleman wearing like brownish camo walks up on stage and every step he takes with his right foot is clomp, clomp, clomp. And you can tell he's got like a metal leg. Uh, One of his arms is metal. One of his eyes is bionic. And he just kind of stands up in front of everybody. 
Um, and he says, uh, the name is Kynan Warwick. Uh, I'm the uh, sergeant at arms here for the EIW armament group, and I'm making sure everyone gets in safely and has what they Excuse need. Excuse me, sir. I, I, I'm the janitor, and I don't have a job like a job. Currently, your job is shutting up and listening. <laughs> now, Do I get your- paid for that? Eh? 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 I'm just gonna sit there. He just stares at you. Hey, you wanna watch a movie later? <laughs> <laughs> D- he, he the look, Dirty he, Dozen? <laughs> he, lo- he looks you up and down. Sure. Sweet. Oh. <laughs> don't eat the metal leg. I know. I'm going to have to pick around the bones if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so he just proceeds to tell you, like, you do what you're told. You don't go to the zones you're not supposed to. If you do, there's going to be problems. If you cross the EIW, we will find you and we will take care of you. This is our comet, and we allow others here, and that's the end of it. If you have work here for uh, Bershov Heavy Engineering, they work under us. No questions asked. And if you work for DAA Logistics, we work side-by-side with them, so you can consider us acquaintances at best. What you're going to notice here is that there's a lot of people doing their mining work. There's a lot of people who have come here for having a new living. We do have a thriving city. Um, Having said that, we don't like crime. We don't like problems. And we solve it in the best way we can. That being that any rules on this planet or on this comet are from the EIW armament group. Rule number one. Anyone who causes a problem is taken care of. We don't have jails. We have graves. If you want to find out, mess up once and you'll know. I'd like to volunteer for that duty. Hey, uh, he, he, he said duty. I did say duty. I know that's a hard job, but I, I think I have the stomach I'm, for I'm it. I'm not with them. <laughs> you say that out loud? Out loud. <laughs> I'm not with them. The three of you will be sharing a room. Awesome. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so hey. he gets he gets done with his whole spiel, and he says, "All right, everyone, go over to the screen, and you're going to see your room assignment, and then you'll go to your room. You're in the barracks for the first week or so until you figure out where your assignment is and get acclimated to life here on the rock. So do you guys go check your um, like location and and look at everything you need to." I do not walk over to the board. I just stand there and wait to see what they do. Is there a board that has, like, job openings? Uh, Not that you see. Not here. Do you ask about that? Yeah. Is there an opening for a pilot job? Uh, He says anything you're looking for information-wise will be on the kiosks in your room. The only thing available in this room for you is where your room is located, because we don't want everybody staying in this room, kind of clogging up the space. But that information will be in your room. Okay, so I'm going to go find where my room is. Okay, so you're in room uh, 6669. We all are, right? Yes. Because we're sharing one. Okay. Yep. Shower buddies? Sure. <laughs> I don't shower. I could tell. Yeah, you should get that uh, meat nice and clean. I mean, your your hair and skin. I mean, yeah. What about your movie? (laughs) (laughs) 
So I've only seen the first episode of Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> in case that's not clear by my lack of awareness. <laughs> what was that his thing? Was asking people to watch a movie? Yeah, right. That's how he didn't he always like lure people he was back just from a the charmer. I, I swear the first episode he asked this guy, like, let's uh let's just hang out and watch a movie. So you think he did that with every single person he Again, was trying to Again, it's eat? the only episode I watched. <laughs> I'm going with what I, I mean, got. if it worked once, why? Uh, yeah, true. Rinse true. and repeat. Works for herbal essence. Yeah. See, it's perfect. <laughs> um, so you guys go check out your room, and the room is pretty, like, sterile. There is a bunk bed that's bed, bed, bed. So it's kind of a triple bunk bed, relatively high-ceilinged room. The other side of the room, there are three closets one obviously for each of you and then at the far end of the room there's a door that leads into kind of like more like a japanese style bathroom so it's like shower sink everything is just kind of there in the same place and like when the shower's on it kind of also cleans the room mm. um so that's what your room is like so you immediately go start looking for your jobs. job is useless now you just shower <laughs> I just, I'm amazed by how clean it is and going like, you two better not be dirty motherfuckers. Of course not. Of course not. I'm going to wait for this guy to go in the shower. <laughs> and by this guy, I mean pilot. <laughs> um, you so, a while. <laughs> so you guys are in the room. Do you start putting your own personal effects in the closet at all? And does anyone have a weapon other than you? Um, I don't think like. I, I have a mop. I mean, I can't have a machete, right? You can have a bud-heavy beer can. I mean, you could have had a knife or something like that, but a machete would be kind of weird. Well, right. I I have a little pocket knife, I guess. I mean, you could have like a a utility knife, like something that's a little more effective. Laser sword. What? Laser sword. I have a lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. You do. It's a a toy one, uh, but you have it. It both um, cooks and cuts the meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you start looking for jobs, uh, and there's like a ton of piloting jobs. Most of them are uh, through the Bershov Heavy Engineering Corporation. There are a few through the EIW Armament Corps, but they're very weird. Like, it doesn't say what you would be piloting. It just says pilots needed for experimental program. Uh, do they pay more than the other place? Uh, it says... What's you, the glass door of this? <laughs> all it says is for pay, you will never need anything for the rest of your life. I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to sign up for that. Okay. I'm going to put it in my resume. So so you start... Haven't worked that- in a few years. Get a little... Yeah, so you start getting that all set up. What are you work doing on? So I'm thinking that those places that we're not supposed to go are pretty dirty. And if <laughs> I was going to clean them, they'd be super happy with me. So which places are you going? The sectors that I'm not allowed. Sector Z. So you're just going to like leave everybody and start walking away? I mean, unless they're... I'm going to look at the job posting to see if there's a job posting for those sectors. I mean... Yes, but you'd have to apply. But does it say janitor? Oh, there's tons of janitorial positions. For those sectors? Oh, yeah. That I'm not allowed to go to. Correct. I'm going to apply. Okay, so you start applying. What do you do? All right, so they're both in the room applying to jobs? Yeah, so they're on their kiosks looking at things. All right, I'm... uh... 
slowly basting our legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I um I also look for jobs, specifically ones um I, I don't know what it's called. They don't have jails, so executioner jobs, because he basically said you end up in the grave, right? Yeah, so you're looking for jobs with the the um, EIW Armament Corps yeah. is really what you're doing. Okay, yeah. so you guys are, are looking at all of those things, trying to figure out your jobs, and about 10 minutes into your job search, you hear at your door. Oh, I know who <laughs> Is it this sergeant here to watch a movie? <laughs> I open the door. Okay. You open the door and you see uh, a male in his probably early 30s. He's got like purple tech hair that's kind of like glowing and wavy a little bit. Glenn! Exactly. Uh, he's got um, like black clothing on. You see a gun at his side and he's like, I need to hide. Can I please come in? Sure, come in the shower. Nobody okay. will look in there. So he runs in and goes into the shower and shuts the door. Okay. Uh, I have a quick rules question. I had one life or death scenario that I succeeded. So, so do I, get, I, I, get, get I go life. to level two? Yep, you go to level two. Okay. Correct. I didn't do that. So um, I'm sure I know. Okay, so this person goes in the shower and they're in that room for about a minute and a half. What do you do during that time? I'm going to go in the shower. Did he track in? Anyone? Like, door is locked. Oh, like, he locked they it. They ran okay. in, shut, locked door. I'm going to try to pick the lock with my, my handy utility knife. Roll. roll. <laughs> I, I uh, guess I'm gonna, I, I probably... I'm going to leave during One this. die, yeah. yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer didn't know how to pick locks, probably. So you start walking out the door? Yeah, I'm just leaving, yeah. Four? Okay, so you fail. You don't get it open, and okay. the guy's like, you have to hide me. You've got to hide me. You go to walk out the door, and you see three heavily armored people in like power suits from the EIW armament corps. And they're like, did he come in this room? I mean, he hasn't yet, but he's in my bathroom. (laughs) He's in the bathroom. (laughs) So they come into the room and they're like, he's in there. Does nobody wipe their feet? (laughs) The front, the front guard looks at you and he says, shut your mouth. Now. Hey guys, he is in the bathroom. He came in, went straight in, locked the door. I've been trying to pick the lock to get him out. Why don't you get him out and then come back and watch a movie? <laughs> so the the lead guy takes a step back and just kicks your door and the door goes wham and just slams into the far wall. And you see the guy like hiding against the wall. And he just reaches out with his gun and shoots one of the other guards and drops dead. The fucking mess. I room with you guys for less than a day. And you see the immediately the other two pull out their weapons and drop back to like defensive positions. And the guy goes and hides behind the corner. And he's like significant amount of money. He's like 100,000 credits if you can get rid of them. I start mopping. (laughs) I'm okay, gonna, like getting in their way or yeah. what do you do? Okay. I'm going to, uh, the, the guy who got shot, is he bleeding? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, um, drag, start dragging him to the closet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you do? I'll get I him am, safe. I'm out. I'm hoofing it. So you're running away. Yeah, the guy just got shot and I'm a pilot. I'm out. Okay. So d- 
so you're dragging the dead body to the closet. You're cleaning the mess and the guy's <laughs> hiding in the room. Um, you see more soldiers coming down the hall. They're in, they're in room six, 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 nine. Uh, anyone leaving the room is to be met with lethal force. Um, what do you do at that point? Cause you're walking out of the door when you hear that. I hate my life. <laughs> do you go back in? Do you like proceed to just walk by them and hope they don't notice that you walked out of there? Housekeeping. <laughs> you and fluff your pillow. <laughs> the two of them like start raising their guns towards you and they're like, you just came out of room 6669, yes? No, no, I, uh, I just was walking. I was getting a snack. Let me see your credentials. I left them on the spaceship. I'll have to go. I'll have to come back. Into room 6669 now. But there's a dead body in there. How would you know that if you weren't from the room? Get in there. I I would love to. We'll get back we'll get back to this in a second. So you're hearing this going on out yep. in the hallway. So you know that there's at least two more soldiers out there. Have I gotten the body to the closet? The yet? body is to the closet. I go in the closet with him and start gnawing on his <laughs> Okay. So the I'm very hungry. The, I lead, threw up off my the lead guard is like looking into the bathroom and like we can take you in alive or we can take you in dead. The choice is yours. And the other guard turns to look at you and or looks at the room and is like, get out of my way. And like, kind of like pushes you in the hey, mob. I, out I prefer you take him alive. This is a mess. It's going to take forever to clean. And then sees you eating the body. I'm in the closet. <laughs> How big do you think a closet is? I, I don't know. If I can't be in there with the other body, then that's an issue. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, you couldn't fit in now, there. Now, if he opens the, the door and sees me in there, I'm not going to guy five. <laughs> I mean, there's not enough space in a closet to go uh, eat somebody. Okay. Uh, like, I, this is like a military closet. It's not like it's huge. I'll say he was dead and he was going to spoil, okay? Food is scarce on this comet. So immediately he raises his gun at you. And I go, that's fair. <laughs> uh, do you attempt to fight back or do you just like, I am going to try to, I have my little utility knife. I'm going to try to push his gun aside and stab him with my utility knife. Okay, roll. And say, we could have watched a movie. So is that three <laughs> dice? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, occupation, we'll say three dice. life and death. We'll, we'll say three dice. Five. I, uh, so I win? Okay. Yep. So you push the gun out of the way and you like stab it. So you walk back in the room and you see like your weird friend push the gun out of the Not way. Not friend. You go up Your weird oh. acquaintance. Uh, push push the gun out of the way and like stab the guy in the in the stomach with his knife. And the guy just kind of like grabs his stomach and drops. Can I whisper to him as he goes down? I'm just going to say, we could have watched a movie. <laughs> sure. You, you chose this. <laughs> so he goes down. And then I want to um, steal his gun when I can. Yeah, so that's yeah. pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you walk in the room to see this. The two guards behind you also see this and draw their weapons on him, giving you the opportunity to run. Oh, I'm I'm out, outy, out, out. I'm okay. running. I'm gonna. So you, so I you fucking running. You fucking book it. I'm out. Uh, what are you doing? Cleaning now another mess. Okay. What do you do? I'm gonna grab the gun, which I was doing. Roll to the right and then try to shoot both the guards. Okay, let's try. Yeah. 
So, is it three still? Yep. Okay. Still three. I was iffy on the occupation for guns, but six. Reroll. Oh fuck. <laughs> Ugh, three. Five. Yeah, I'm dead. So you're like, oh, and you like try to shoot, and you don't really know what you're doing, yeah. and they just like eviscerate you. Yeah. Um, you're running. You now have multiple dead bodies in here, multiple guards with guns. Can't you guys do this out in the hall? Look at all the blood. I'm only one man. I don't even know where the laundry room is. The the lead guard turns around and pulls her, pulls his gun on you. Sir, before you do that, if you kill me, there's no one. Blam! Blam! Or pew sorry um are you going to attempt to fight this or are you just like shit i'm done i will try to duck out of the way but not knowing i'm ducking out of the way i just bend down and do some more mopping (laughs) 2d6 six six Six? so you do get out of the way yes do you continue trying to clean or do you leave i keep mopping okay roll again clean like a butterfly (laughs) Uh oh. Four. Uh, five. So you're you're like clean, 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 blam. So you hear another pew, blam, whichever one it is. Um and then you hear a few more shots. And you hear a female scream. And then you see that guy come running down the hall. Which guy? The one with like the purple hair. The one that was in the bathroom. Like, because you'd like turn around and see this, and he's like terrified, there's blood on him, and he's like you're fucked. Come with me. Okay. All right. Also, I, I have my new character ready. and So this is the other rule, KJ. Once you have a new character ready, you decide who they are. You decide what their occupation is. I will not bring them into the game. You bring them into the game in any way you see fit. So my new character was in room 6668. So you and, hear all this garbage going on. And so I peeked on. my head out, and my character's name is Dave. He was a stay-at-home dad <laughs> whose son came to this comet first. And, you know, he's been an empty nester for a while, and he just got a job doing some, like, general... He's a cook, let's say, so he can come visit his son. Okay. And um, he hasn't heard from him in a while. So you see your son fucking booking it down the hallway and with says, purple hair, with purple hair, and, <laughs> say, <laughs> and says to this guy, "You're fucked. Come with me." I go, "Hey, Jeremy, it's me, D- Dad." Yeah. What are uh, the odds? <laughs> uh, 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 he looks up and he sees like cameras. He's like, uh, "Come with me. Come with me." Okay. And just starts running, and he's like. They're going to have you on video because they're going to think you're with me. The EIW is after you. I don't care if you stick with me, but I'm giving you a choice. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess it's my best shot. They tried to kill me once. Okay, so he starts, like, booking it out of there. And you see from behind you the lead um, soldier come out and his mask is all messed up or his uh, helmet and as you see like sparks coming out of it and you hear i will fucking kill you and like he starts running down the Wait, hall but- i yell language <laughs> <laughs> but like the 
as he's walking, like you see the suit is malfunctioning and he just can't keep up with you. Um, and everyone who speaks from in these suits has kind of like a metallic so voice. I then come out and I am a, like a mechanic. I start working on his body. My name's Frank. <laughs> you should like randomly start working on this. I, I just, I see the, I get a little alert that tells me that something's malfunctioning and I go and assist. He's like, Get out of my way. I need to get them. I thought he wasn't moving. I thought he had the... No, it's like mouth... So he's like moving slowly. Yeah, as he's moving slowly, I'm trying to work on it. He's not very happy with that. That's fine. (laughs) So, um, the the other... You guys just keep booking it, right? Running. Okay, so you get outside, and he's like, you've got to come with me. Do you stay with this... Oh, yeah, that's, that's my job. Okay, so you're staying with this person, and they just get completely outrun. Yeah. What do you do now? Because you're like the other people who you would be interacting with are gone. Yeah, because now I'm not gonna interact with this guy. Okay. So interact. Okay. I'm still. You need to stop moving. Otherwise, I'm not gonna be able to fix you. Fix me and get out of my way. Well, are you gonna stop moving? Do it now. You, you you're still moving. One more word, and it'll be the last movement you see. I keep working on it. Okay, roll your check to see how well you do. So 2d6. Four. Okay, you fix the armor enough to where uh, he can start moving again. So he starts, like, running after them. What do you do? I follow, in case it breaks down again. Okay, so you start following. He runs outside, and there's nobody. Empty street. I think they went that way. He looks. Presses a button. Uh, this is Lieutenant Vassar. Uh, we've got three on the run. Um, Jareth Ryan is one of them. Um, the other two are... Uh, one of them is from room 6669. The only one who's left alive... Uh, I believe the name was Pilot. Um, and there's another one running with them who I don't know who they are, but they came from a room prior to six 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 nine. Uh, check the bat database, look at the pictures, send them to me, and I'll verify. We'll get the names and pictures up on every billboard. Do you do anything at this point in time, or just be like? What's your plan? You got it, dude. I'll just stay here in case you break down again. Thanks. I've got other places to be. I mean, that leg's not going to get you very far right now. The leg will get me far enough. Okay. If you walk ten paces that way, it's going to stop. He walks ten paces in the other direction <laughs> yeah, and keeps walking. I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, that was uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you do anything to try to get back with them? No. Okay. So do you want to make a new character? Or what's your plan? Because you're like in a totally different. I want to make a new character, but I want to keep that character for later. Okay. That's fine with me. Okay. So so make a new one to bring in. Okay. Uh, but remember, part of this too is like if you make something that's difficult to get in with a group, it's going to be tough to keep it moving. So you want to make sure whatever you bring in, like for whatever reason fits in, even if it's like, oh man, my kid or like, 
oh, there's something going on. Cool. I want in on that. Or like, oh, that purple hair is awesome. I'm going that way. Um, or like, oh, I bet they watch really good movies. Let's go there. Um, you know, whatever it is. I wanted you to say your character when he was like, so what is your character going to do now? Well, he's a big movie fan. He's going to go back to his room and finish his movie. <laughs> Damn it. I was one room away. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the two of you are with this guy and he's like, all right, we got to go. So as soon as you get outside the door, he opens like a manhole cover and he's like down now. Um, do you his follow? manhole cover? Huh? Are we going down on his manhole? Yes, you are. I, I say enough with the bossy attitude, mister. Dad, no offense. I know it's been a long time since I've seen you. I don't want this to be the last time. Let's go. Oh, everything's life and death with you. <laughs> All right, let's go then. You're holding us up. I'm right. So he goes down into the manhole, as you guys follow, and he goes for maybe 20 minutes or so underground and comes back up, and you're in cyberpunk the city is kind of what it looks like. It's neon. Um, yes, everything's neon. There's a lot of moving ships in the sky. You see just everything everywhere that you can imagine. And he's like, all right, we got to keep it quiet. We got to move through the side streets. We really have have to be careful here. Um, and he starts going through um, some buildings that are kind of old and decrepit somehow, even though it doesn't seem like it should on this rock. Um, and he goes to a part of the town that's a little run down in the the sectors people aren't supposed to be in. And he's like, all right, I, I hate to bring in people who don't know about this, but I don't want to leave you guys for dead, especially you, dad. You've That's very kind of you. I did kind of raise you from a child. Why is his dad from Milwaukee? <laughs> I, I'm going for the most generic dad voice I can think of. There's going to be a lot of dad hey, jokes. My occupation is basically dad jokes. So. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's fine if that works. So he brings you into, uh, it almost looks like it's a homeless encampment in this building on the bottom floor. And he brings you up to the second floor and there's actually this like beautifully designed space with computers and kiosks. You see a ton of people working on computers and he's like, dad, I'm sorry, but this is our home base. Um, there's a lot happening here. You don't know about, I really need to fill you in. So they said your name is pilot. Is that like, because you're a pilot or is that actually your name? Yeah, it's my real name. Yeah. What do you do for work? I'm a pilot. Are you are you serious? Well, I what are the odds? <laughs> we we need a pilot. Perfect. I was born for this. Um <laughs> Come come with me. Uh dad, I like you to meet my wife. It's sold. And she comes walking around the corner. Who she bought? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how much did you pay, kiddo? <laughs> uh, beautiful woman. She has like pinkish hair, kind of short. And she's like, did you say dad? And he's like, yeah, I guess he followed me out here. I didn't even know he was coming. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the family. She kind of gives you like a half hug. It is very confused. And she's like, all right, can, well, I mean, come here. And she pulls you to a window. She brings you outside and you see like billboards in the distance and like 
your face is on it. His face is on it. And there's like blurryish shots of your face, like moving on there. And it says like, when we, when we discern more of who this is, we will have better images. Um, Not the most flattering picture of your old man. (laughs) um, And then it says like wanted by EIW kill on site. Yowza. What do you got into kiddo? Well, it's not necessarily what I got into. It's what I tried to get people out of. So the EIW and the DAA have been working together to buy as much of the material from the mining corporation as they can. And with this material, they're making these new ships that are almost like Remember that show from like 150-ish years ago? There was a cartoon and then a bunch of crappy movies like Transformers. Um, kind of like that. Like they're ships that can change into people, but whatever this material is, it can store other things in it. We've never seen anything like it. And the military has found ways to put people's consciences or consciences into these machines so there's this get- conversation happening out on the street no this is in the facility but you can be in the facility well, i thought she window. said come with me outside and then they were looking at bill oh no come to the window okay oh yeah window. Gotcha. so is there uh, a K- door the somewhere window. oh yeah okay you're so- a window washer <laughs> <laughs> so i i start pounding on a door okay so what is her name her name is a sold a sold is i-s-o-l-d tristan and is old right Okay. Uh, I start pounding on the door, screaming for her. Okay. She's like, she, both she and Jareth are like, all right, everyone, get ready. And you two just see, like, weapons show up. And then, like, somebody opens the door, and you're greeted by weapons. And I just start crying and asking her to come back. <laughs> and why did she leave me? <laughs> and wh- what can I do to be better? I thought we were so good together. Is there a strange brother? <laughs> from from New Alabama. <laughs> so so Jareth looks at you and he's like, dude, for real? We've been married for a year and a half. Just give it up. But she was mine for a week and a half. It was the best week and a half of my life. Glad it was the best week and a half of someone's life. It she was hers to too. Jerry so says young that. Man. She says that. Yeah. What up? Did bitch? I not raise you with manners? You apologize to that young man right now. <laughs> I didn't say it. She did. You just said he, he sucked at everything. I don't know. <laughs> apologize. Uh, I'll send you to your room. <laughs> Without dinner. Where's his room? <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry that you can't get over the week and a half you dated my wife. That's better. (laughs) We were planning a future that involved working with the government, that involved getting paid handsomely, having a white picket fence. Even though those don't really exist up here, we were going to make it. He probably would have had gotten me some grandkids if I was his father. We would have had an in-law suite. (laughs) An in-law suite is what we would have had. Sounds pretty nice, kiddo. <laughs> Isolde says, fine. You want another chance? At the in-law suite? At dating me. Do you really want that? Yeah, I've wanted that for the last year and a half or I'll however long it's been. I'll give you one chance. All right. 
if you go and help solve this problem, I'll give you one chance. I mean, if I have one shot or one opportunity, I'm going to take <laughs> I was it. thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the pink hair guy and be like, I think your wife is uh, selling you out. He's, he just looks at you and he goes, I'm not worried. You should be. It's the best week and a half of her life. She may say otherwise, but I know what's right. You shouldn't be worried, kiddo. You got your looks from your old man. <laughs> well, and unless, have you spent any money on decent implants over the last year and a half? I don't need implants. I just need my mind. I'm not worried, Dad. Um, so she, Isold comes around and she's like, so the problem is they've been taking anyone who's a decent pilot like you. When people show up, they apply for jobs, especially if they're working for the EIW. They say it's some secretive mission. What they do is they, they transfer your consciousness into these vehicles wipe your memories and just turn you into this fighting machine that has no soul, no purpose. Um, and they are creating an army of them. So these are machines that can think and react like humans. And they are going to use them for very dastardly purposes. Luckily, we have one of our scientists, she holds up like a little data chip, who's created a virus. And this virus... I gave you a virus. <laughs> hope that's, you, rem- that's hope you, you remembered what we talked about, kiddo. <laughs> one night, one mistake. That's all it takes. Really, the guns aren't the only kind of protection you should have used. <laughs> um, so she just kind of laughs and she's like, I know, it was easy to treat. Thank you. And on that note of the thank you, we're going to end this episode of the podcast. We're going to continue this so you guys can listen to this part this week and the next part next week. Um, So, yeah, we'll wrap it up. Space AIDS. To be continued, (laughs) what STD did she acquire? (laughs) And did she she really treat it? And did she give it to the sun? Yeah, yeah, there's tons of questions here. And what is the dad really doing here? (laughs) (laughs) More next week. <laughs> yeah.